Hey everybody, it's Dana here, author of Release Your Inner Wild, the modern day women's guide to reconnecting with your true self, honoring your health, passion, and power. You know, I'd always wanted to be a guest on a podcast and then thought, well, what am I waiting for? Why don't I just create my own? So I'm going to be sharing some life stories and experiences as well as speaking to some other women about theirs and about what makes us healthy, strong, grounded, wild women. So if you're on that path of self-discovery, or even if you're not quite sure if you're on that path yet, I invite you to listen in because I can promise there will be something beautiful and valuable for you to take away. At least that is my most heartfelt and deepest desire for you. So thank you in advance for listening, and I look forward to sharing many beautiful stories. Cheryl. Hi. Thank you so much for for hearing my call yesterday and for being willing to um, have a conversation with me today. So um, before I ask you to, to share a little bit about yourself, um, I just want to give anyone who's listening some context for, you know, why we started talking yesterday in the first place. Um, sure and how I know you. So we met, I was thinking about the state. So we met in 2016. It was 2016. Okay. Unless I'm wrong in Cuba. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't remember. I couldn't believe it was that long ago already. And, you know, I was teaching yoga at the resort. You were teaching Zumba and, um, you know, that's how we met. And I just love, like we've stayed connected, you know, fairly consistently, not all the time or, you know, just how life takes us on our own like paths, but we are, we've always stayed connected in a way and um and so I want to share with people why I called you yesterday and you know and for context you know we're on June the 6th here right so we're in we're in the midst of a very trying time in in our world and yesterday I woke up and actually I, I couldn't sleep and I woke up in the middle of the night and I was really like feeling ragey like angry um because i had seen a lot of social media posts about um about white privilege and about you know people saying well can't people just be more patient and compassionate and i was just like ah like i was angry at that right and i'll tell you like i actually don't understand this is maybe we can chat about this after but i don't i don't understand how there aren't more people of color walking around really freaking angry all the mm. time like because okay. I I just I like I was like wow if this were the reverse and people had been like oppressed for hundreds of years would you be more patient and compassionate no you'd be freaking angry <laughs> so I was like I was mad and so I wrote this post and I sh- and I thought about it long and hard and I thought about it long and hard and I went back to sleep and then I shared it and it was pretty ang- it was it was angry ish and an hour later, I took it down, right? And right. I took it down because I was like, wow, that is not actually, no one's going to want to receive that. I wouldn't want to read that. And so for people listening, um, I want them to know that you're a Black woman, um, that you're a coach. And I'm going to ask you to tell us about that in a second. But the reason I called you was because I was like, was it my right to say these things? You know, I'm not a Black person, but I have a Black grandfather. Does that make me Black, part Black? What the hell does that mean? And I was like, all of a sudden, I couldn't answer any of those questions myself. I was like, I don't know if I have enough credibility as a non-Black person to answer these questions. I'm going to call someone whom I trust, um, who is a visible Black person, visibly Black person, and say like, do you take offense if I call myself a quarter black? Like, I really didn't know. 
right? Mm-hmm. And so I called you. So this is the context for why we started <laughs> chatting. And then you okay. were like, okay, let's just talk about this. So, so can you tell people, yeah, a bit about yourself? And then I'll share with them what you said to me when I asked you my question. Okay, so I am a very youthful, um, <laughs> not really old. Anyways, um, <laughs> I am of uh, Jamaican heritage. So I came to Canada when I was six years old with my family. And I grew up in Toronto, moved to Vancouver, oh, nearly 30 years ago. Um, my profession is it's well I I figure I don't have a profession but I have many I'm a hairdresser and I've worked with hair predominantly black hair for many many years and now I'm doing a lot of um, film and television work so um, a lot of my experience comes from working with people in the salon and the salon and the barbershops have traditionally been safe places people come and they tell you all what's going on in their lives. You're a friend without being someone that's connected to their friends and family. So you really get to hear what's truly going on. So at times like this, people, you know, they're coming to you. So you hear everything, all their experiences and stories. So on top of being a hairdresser, I'm also a certified life coach. I'm also a, um, a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. And I've been in the personal development world for over 25 years and with the purpose of working on myself. However, a lot of these programs came with cert- certifications and I thought, oh, well, you know, this could be a lot of benefit to a lot of people. And I see the crossover. It's uh, very similar when I talk to my clients. I get a lot of information from them. I pass it on and I've sort of, <laughs> I've been a, a therapist pretty much um, my whole life so that's where I'm coming from cool and so and the thing is is that I I won't say I forgot but I kind of (laughs) forgot when I called you yesterday Mm. I got the bonus of (laughs) your coaching brain right like I called you mostly because I was like I need the I need the input I need the insight and the perspective of a of a person of color who can who knows me enough to know like you know you would know my intention or my my genuine um you know character so I I was like okay given that you know me a bit you know Mm -hmm. based on our friendship I was like I can call her and she'll have this conversation openly and you know I loved how you were like yeah ask away you weren't Mm -hmm. you just like dove right in there with me and and then I get the bonus of your of your NLP brain, which I kind of forgot was, was there. Right. So, and here's what. And hairdresser brain. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It was so great. And, um, and what, what you said to me, which was really, really important. And it's not that I don't know it intellectually, but it was like, when you said it, it was like, Oh yeah. I, when I looked back at the original, I'm going to call it like the angry post, um, I was really coming at it from like, what is wrong with people? How come no one sees this? Why are people of color having to explain this to us all the fucking time? Sorry, right? Like I, I, I was, that was where I was coming from. I should, I got to watch my mouth if we're sharing this, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, you reminded me, you said, well, if I'm, if you said to me, like, if you come from your, your experience and your life and, and, 
then you, you then it's not about judgment it's not about it might be there might be anger in there but really it, it if i came back to myself and my life then it was a whole different perspective right so um i really reflected on that and today i did share something and actually shared um a photo of my fam my dad's family when we were in grenada mm. um and it, it it in it it was like quite a long post but it, you know i i was able to come at it from like this place of of wishing that they're wishing or wanting change rather than judgment and anger for the fact that there hasn't been yet. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so I really appreciated that. And all I can do is speak to my own experience. And I, I, I am frustrated. I'm frustrated actually with myself and the, and I'll tell you why in a second, but the other thing that you said was, you know, look at your triggers and, that's where I needed to do more work and more healing, right? Because I was so busy being triggered by the fact that other white people weren't seeing their white privilege that that became the driving message behind what I was saying. Well, like, so that's where I get to benefit from your NLP stuff because it's like, you could actually help me understand my triggers. There, people are being triggered all over the place right now, right? And, and to be honest, um, like, I don't even know where all my triggers are they're just like being triggered like that it's like which one is which what's the trigger of the day <laughs> right so so instead of being triggered about why people aren't understanding this I was like oh maybe I need to take a look at my own understanding of it. and I realized I didn't understand some of this until very recently myself mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. why am I judging other people for not understanding and why am I judging other people for um asking people of color to be more patient compassionate like yeah I, I still find that kind of irritating and triggering and I'm not sure why like you could probably help me peel that back um mm. but you I mean me. so many thoughts yeah so many thoughts because right now I mean we're in the middle of COVID yeah and so people have a lot more time to really think about everything in their lives and as a, I mean there's so much going on and everybody is experiencing some sort of shift in their lives for example and I had gotten sick I had some sort of flu I don't know what it was it I don't know if it was COVID it was a light mild flu mm -hmm. but every day I woke up in it and I thought I was going to die because that mm -hmm. is what you know they said it, it could be mild we don't know like it was just so nobody knew anything about anything mm -hmm. and this was earlier on and and then I had some you know my heart was kind of racing and I just thought oh my god I'm gonna die and that's that's what I was thinking about every day mm -hmm. so everything else didn't matter and when people sort of said something that irked me I was now more angry than mm -hmm. I normally would be because now I don't care like I'm you know mm -hmm. I don't want to hear your bullshit I don't want to hear anything about anything about your stuff I'm dying mm -hmm. <laughs> so pass through that and then other things come up in my life and you know just navigating that and so I think the first thing we got to remember is people are going through all sorts of different things and different stages and different experiences and you know they may be losing family we're talking about finances and survival and what is the world going to look like and what is all this stuff so then on top of that now we have you know um, black lives matters and police brutality and everything is just so compounded and for me as a black person 
it's been exhaustion. Mm -hmm. So I've woken up most days completely exhausted, um, absorbing what I can and trying to sort of filter out things, but very affected by it. And then things are coming to the surface and people are calling me. And one of the common things that I get is I am someone that is not fully black. I have many different racial makeups or I, you know, I'm half black, I'm quarter black, I'm some sort of percentage. I don't feel that I have the right to speak. Mm-hmm. And my answer is you get to claim who you are. You are you 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 identify yourself. And once you know within who you yourself who you are it doesn't matter what other people think you know and and the same thing that you said you know part of my family is suffering and the other part is sort of ignoring it well everybody is processing things at their own rate and so it's this is why we have to have compassion kindness not everybody can express themselves as fully and as easily and as quickly Mm -hmm. as you would like this is why it's very important that This is our work right now. This whole entire experience that we're having is for our own growth. And that's what you need to focus on is you need to know who you are, claim who you are, and you come from that point of view. And this is why for myself, I've mainly been silent in my life about race issues because of many incidents, but I've decided to open up because I had this thought that if I don't tell them, how will they know? A lot of people are walking around saying, well, there isn't racism in Canada. It's not that bad. It's blah, 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 because people like myself never shared. And so right now, my only purpose is spreading awareness. I'm telling my stories and people can see for themselves. This is someone you know, Mm -hmm. you love, and this is something that happened to me. So it's right now it's I'm in the awareness piece. I'm not anywhere else. And I'm just allowing myself to naturally flow in the way that feels nor okay for me. Mm-hmm. So it's not about judging, you know, it's really all about what I'm experiencing in this moment. And I'm just present and I'm just absorbing that. And that's, that's sort of where I'm coming from, mm-hmm. you know, and it, Ex- have your, have your experience. Yeah. 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 And, and so, um, it's interesting when you talk about like there's so because because um and I shared this today in in a Facebook post but it's almost like where I also get stuck and what where I seem to get triggered but I'm still not sure why again is like instead of coming just from where I am which is is like again a beautiful reminder and thank you for saying it again today so that I can keep coming back to that right now because that's where I need to come from because um yeah, a lot of people are saying that we don't experience racism in Canada, or there just isn't, it's not sensationalized here, right? Like it's not, and when I say sensationalized, I mean, we didn't have one particular episode in the last two weeks that was on camera, the way George Floyd was, and where the whole world got to see it. And we were all like outraged, like there was like, our indigenous population is oppressed. And, and this has been going on for, you know, hundreds of years and but it's not it's not in a way that is I'm just using that word sensational right because it's it's been like this and it's not even quiet it's just that it's not it doesn't get the attention it doesn't get the media it doesn't get our focus we just carry on with life as though this is not happening and so I I get I have to all of a sudden when this happened in the states I was like okay I have to say something 
but why am I saying something that about that, but not about what's been happening here, right? And so instead of looking at my own stuff, like why have I not been speaking up about that? Mm-hmm. Um, I judged other people for not speaking up about it, right? And so right. then I pe- looked back and I was like, well, okay, I've been working with First Nations communities. And so I can tell myself, oh, I've been working with that, that, that population. But no, like, it, that, so I was giving myself like a pass, right? Because I kind of had my foot half in the door. I was kind of teaching yoga there and I was doing, I went to a reserve here. And so I was like, I've been doing that work. How come other people aren't doing that? And no, I haven't. <laughs> right. Like mm-hmm. I have been involved in communities. Yeah. But I haven't been like yelling at the top of my lungs, like where the hell are Canadians to support our brothers and sisters here? I haven't been doing that. So instead of looking at my stuff, my own stuff and like where my voice was, I was like, why aren't other people mad about all of this? Right. And, and what you're saying is, is a hundred percent, right? Like you're in that awareness phase. You're now like for me sharing and sharing my making people aware is allowing them to see their own biases and what's happened to you is you're now seeing yourself in all this Mm -hmm. why didn't I do anything before why do I care now so it's really you know it's that self-analysis pieces what is it about this that's got me so charged up Mm -hmm. what is what is my intention what am I trying to do what am I trying to say and just bring it back just say what is all this you know Mm -hmm. and um and you're just like a lot of the things that you're experiencing it might feel new but it could be things that you have actually put aside for a long time and so you're saying why are people silent for me I was silent because guess what it's just simply too exhausting Mm -hmm. thinking about it talking about it explaining myself and I don't know you know where the listeners are from but in Vancouver the black population's quite low I'm just trying to live my simple life and get along Mm -hmm. I don't you know I I know I'm very aware every single day you know that I'm the only black person wherever I am, you know, I've accepted that that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't need extra to spend extra time and energy talking about it and explaining mm-hmm. it, you know, all the time. I just simply want to live. So a lot of mine has been put aside and now it's, it's coming up. It's, it's there. And it's like, this is where that fatigue is coming from. It's, it's that there's a weight that's being lifted, but it's, it's heavy and it's, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, this burden I've been carrying for a very long time and now it's time for others to share it yes it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable because you've never had to but for me it's 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 a weight is now being lifted it's like finally you know I can say but at the same time people are now open to listening because like you said you're aware of what you weren't aware of and so we you know for me to share in an unsafe space, it wasn't the time. Now was the time. Mm-hmm. So it, it, there is that that responsibility now that you have. So now that you you're aware, what do you feel? What do you want to do with that awareness? Right. And and you said yesterday, and um and it, that this also stuck with me is like right now because I I had created this podcast with the intention you know a month ago to interview wild women and talk about health and wellness and all these wonderful things and not all wonderful but like generally speaking like healthy well women and then all of a sudden it was like well that doesn't seem relevant and you said yesterday this is this is all we need to be talking about 
all we and I don't I don't like the word should but in this case like this is all we should be talking about really not not mm-hmm. that we can't talk about other things but like you're saying okay this is the time this is clearly the time mm-hmm. and 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 I grapple with god like if I were an indigenous person I would be so frustrated right now because I'm like they, they have been yelling or but yelling but with not being heard for so long and then this happens in the united states and suddenly our entire country rallies behind something and they're like where the hell are we our voice is still mm-hmm. not being heard like we're yelling at the top of our lungs right and no one's listening and now you're paying attention to another quote cause and so i was grappling with like you know um is the time now for what's this time for, right? Like, is it for them? Oh, yeah. is it for this? Is it for, and then I was like, hang on. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. Well, maybe it does, but in the grand scheme of things, if, if this is the time for people to me included, wake up more fully, then great. Then this is the time, right? Like for everybody. And it, it just because people rallied, behind something and a movement doesn't mean they're not rallying behind another movement i think it's so important though to be clear at least for me for me that i stand behind all the people and you said this yesterday too like you're a black woman but you stand for human rights and and i well that's yeah yeah, i'm first a human rights advocate Mm -hmm. i'm from the human race it's very important for me that everybody has a good quality of life um my unwanted observation is you know now that you've got this awareness sometimes people can have this I need to do something I need Mm -hmm. to act and it it just sounds sort of like you have this impulse that you must do something you must change you must do whatever Um, my invitation would be just allow it Mm -hmm. just allow it to come allow your feelings to come up absolutely have some sort of plan of action but you don't have to tackle the whole entire world Mm. this is why when you when we address one issue one one so right now it's black lives and police brutality we attack one thing at a time then we can continue to to use that momentum Mm -hmm. and tackle other issues but the thing is what's been happening is everything's been pushed aside because Mm -hmm. nothing's been heard and so you know Absolutely, everybody will benefit on it because I believe there's a greater purpose and picture in all of this. And, you know, human rights is not just for Black people, it is for everybody Mm -hmm. because tomorrow it can be, you know, another group and that group could be you. And it's so we're, we're all affected. So it's very important that we stand for something, but we also be present to what is occurring now. So, you know, yes, there's so many issues. There are so many, many issues to worry about. At the same time, there is one that's really important right now. Let's focus on that. Let's deal with that, you know, show compassion and kindness and grow and learn and then we transfer it on to the next you know and that's what happens but if we push this aside and the next one comes out we continue to do the same thing so what right now we're trying to do is shift that cycle mm-hmm. so that we have different actions that we will carry on well and know. i think it's also important for people and i say when i say people i just i'm not preaching but for me too to recognize like B-I-P-O-C, like we're talking black, indigenous people of color, right? Yeah. And so it's really, and my right. cousin, 
my cousin's a young teacher in Winnipeg and um, she works in an inner city school and the, the population's primarily First Nations. And she shared, she reminded people like that the I is an, indi- that, that, that Indigenous is part of this group of people, right? And so mm-hmm. um, when we're talking about human rights, then we have to talk about human rights, right? And right, right, <laughs> human rights, yeah. right? But, right, we do, we like, do, we do. It's not a, a matter of, you know, a group. And, and I think this is where, again, where I was getting caught was because I grew up in a Jewish family and I was mm-hmm. like, where are all the Jewish people? Why aren't they standing up right now for black people, right. for indigenous people? Where have they been for the last 50 years? Why? You know, like I got, I, I was getting judgy about that. And, you know, I can get into the exact same vortex because right now, one of the things that I think about is, okay, so it's Black Lives Matter. It's about black people. But even within our black community, we have our own issues because it's colorism. Mm-hmm. It's, people of mixed heritage okay so once we have equality you know race and racism for black people are we going to address that and when Mm -hmm. when does that happen so it's Mm -hmm. there are many issues but the thing is if we what what's my favorite quote i think it's lauren lauren hill who wrote the book of negroes and he says how do you how do you um eat an elephant you know one bite at a time you know we're not going to eat the whole elephant today Mm -hmm. we're going to have one bite today and we're going to have another bite and that's just how it's going to work and right now we have a captive audience everybody is on board I've never seen this ever in my entire life Mm -hmm. so I have this great hope that people are ready for this Mm -hmm. there there's a shift you know people are tired of being afraid if you're white afraid if you're black you know just people are just tired Mm -hmm. and they're ready for some sort of change and I'm really hoping that this time will be the time that we finally get some movement Mm -hmm. and then we you know it carries on everybody benefits Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um okay um yeah so I think what I what I want to offer and the reason I wanted to have this conversation again with you is because it didn't seem appropriate for me to interview someone and talk about like healthy wild women, which is fine. It's a decent, it's a fun topic, right? It's an important topic um, for us to connect with our inner selves. But um, what I shared today was that we, we can't have, we can't have a healthy society if we don't have healthy people. We also can't have healthy individuals if our society is sick. Right. And so it's like this total sticking point where it's like, well, frick, who gets healthy first? It's like, but, but at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, um, as individuals, all we can do is actually look inside. Like that is all I can do right now. At this moment, there are many stages, but right now is a time to listen if you are non-Black or non-BIPLC, you know, and then if you are Black or person of color, also analyze your own biases. We all have them Mm -hmm. and just recognize, okay, we all are, we all have something. Mm -hmm. We all have something that we need to work on and really... Um, again, just to reiterate, it's really, you know, the only thing that you truly have is your own story. And that's where the power is. Yeah. You speak from your heart and your experience, and that is it. And everyone else, you can't worry about what everyone is doing or not doing. Yeah. Take responsibility for yourself, your education, your growth. Mm-hmm. And it starts with that one person, and that's you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I really did. And me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's why I looked, to, you know, back in, into my, myself and my family and my roots. And that's why I wanted to get clear, like, and, and that, it's funny that I called you so that mm. you could tell me, is it okay for me to feel a quarter black? Is that I give okay? you, I give you permission right? to, to, to represent the whole entire black race. Right. <laughs> right? Well, I did. I was like, tell me, is this okay? And, and yeah. it was like, wow, I needed you to remind me to just be, mm. to remember, to be comfortable with what I am. And, and I have never identified, mm-hmm. I've never identified with being a white person and I've never identified with being mm-hmm. a black person, but I've certainly always identified in my mind, in my body, in my blood mm-hmm. with being mm-hmm. both. Right. And, mm-hmm. but I don't walk around. Like if someone's asked me, you know, like, I don't say, Oh, I'm part black. I actually, no, mm-hmm. that's not true. I do say that. I do I'm, say I have, yeah. I had a black grandfather. I'm point, I'm point two five. Right. <laughs> like it's really I'm, I'm black, odd yeah, yeah. to like put that into mm-hmm. like a, a measuring stick right and so but it was interesting that I felt like the only person who could answer that for me was you and uh, Hmm. like that's quite the burden to put on someone but I but you let's put it this way though let's put it this way if you were an I if I were your cousin yeah on your black side and you were you know my cousin would we not share the same genetic ancestral Mm -hmm. history Mm -hmm. And that's just the way I'm looking at mm-hmm. it is, you know, we, sh- we have a common bond. We, we are, we come from this, we have the same historical makeup mm-hmm. that alone qualifies you, but it's not for me to answer right. it's for you to claim and own right. and, and for you to say who you are, not for other people. Because mm-hmm. if someone said to me, I'm a pink elephant, I would laugh in their face. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know who I am mm-hmm. and what you think is, is no, no, it's, it's not my business. You can think whatever you want, but I know who I am inside. And that's, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. And I think right? what, what was, and you come from that. What place. was interesting though, too, is because I was angry in my, in my share yesterday, yeah. what was really mm. coming out, what, what I think what I was uncomfortable with, which is why I, and I said to you yesterday, like I actually had a, a feeling in my stomach. I was like, I, yeah. I felt all of a sudden like, no, I have to take this down. And it's because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to make sure that I was not coming across as as lumping myself into like we as in black mm-hmm. people are saying white people I was like no 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 mm-hmm. I was saying society is just asking white mm-hmm. people to become aware of their of their privilege not we I wasn't right. calling myself anything but I wasn't sure that that was actually clear in what I had written because it was so mm-hmm. mixed up right mm-hmm. and um so when I come back to yeah myself my heart my my own roots and how I identify then that is all that matters and then and really um, doing what I feel is right, which in this moment is using my voice to speak up and in whatever, in the most compassionate way I can um, and ask other people with kindness to do the same thing if they feel compelled to. And that means standing up for my indigenous brothers and sisters and my black brothers and sisters and, and anybody who needs um, other people to stand up right now right and so for yeah. me that's where where that lies and yes and what you want to do is you want to go back to what is your intention mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so there are there are many ways that it could it could come from it could be well 
you know, I've lived a privileged life and now I just recognize my blackness. So now I want to fight the power or, I mean, so, you know, Mm -hmm. or I really want to be a stand for others. Like what is the intention here? Is it about you or is it about the cause or is it about other people? So you just really want to be mindful of why am I doing this? What, what am I getting from what I am saying? Mm -hmm. You know, so when you're writing or when you're speaking, you want to, be very clear about what the intention is. And that, that also will help right. you uh, a long way right. in how you come across. Yeah. Because yes, if you're angry, it will sound angry. Yeah, it, it's, but why are you angry, super, right? What's your intention? Yeah, and, and it yeah. did sound super angry. And, um, mm-hmm. and also, like I had said um, I, to someone in my family or recently, like when I was a teenager, I, I always had posters of Martin Luther King on my wall. And, you know, like I had this, like mm-hmm. this, thing in me this energy in me that was like do the right thing and be part of something bigger and like just really passionate about it right but I think Mm -hmm. along the way even though I haven't stopped using my voice I I my voice around that softened because it was like well maybe that's not really my quote my fight maybe my my work is in health and wellness I'm gonna stay focused on that right and so my Mm -hmm. judgment what I realized is that my judgment around other people not speaking up was was also a judgment if not if nothing more than a judgment on myself for not continuing to speak up all consistently all the time right and so it was good awareness for me to be like Yes, I'm also frustrated with with a lot of things, as I think a lot of people are for other people not speaking up. But it was more like, where where did that go? Where did that fire in me go? And 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 it's okay. Like it's okay that that I allowed my path to be led into health and wellness. That's where I my passion lies. I want to see, I want to support people in being their healthiest selves. But I have, but I recognize, you know, today Annie said this too. Being a healthy person you can't, we can't be, we can't create all these individual healthy people when, when our collective isn't, isn't well. Right. And I can't Mm -hmm. continue to pretend um, that I'm offering health and wellness service to people when, when really only a percentage, it's only accessible to a percentage of people because the other percentage of people are fighting for their survival in this world. Right. So it Mm -hmm. was like, it was all, Mm -hmm. it's all very layered, like you said. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and so it's all for me coming back to like, noticing all these things and then looking at them one by one with as much love as I can and um and acceptance like for myself and for other people and and also knowing when it's time to be like no this is no longer okay like not from judgment but just like that's not okay Mm -hmm. anymore right and so yeah we're all realizing we're all realizing and growing and Actually, I'm going to share a story that may surprise you. Uh, about three years ago or two years ago or something like that, I went downtown and I had some something to do down there. And there was a Black Lives Matter Matters um, protest mm-hmm. right at the art gallery. And I saw it. And I decided to continue walking on the other side of the street, looking and I walked right by. And it's interesting because at that time I thought, okay, you know, this stuff isn't our fight. It's Americans, you know, it's so embarrassing that they're having this protest here in Vancouver. And I just didn't, couldn't handle 
that and the attention. And that was me as a black person. And it was my fight. And it was about my rights. And I walked Mm -hmm. away. So this is why we have to all have some compassion and understanding. Sometimes it's just not the right time and you're not ready and you're getting a lot of information right now. Potentially, you know, some of it is pushing you in a way that makes you uncomfortable. You have to do what works for you. So I'm, even though I am a person of color, I'm not always acting in my own best interest because like I say, I don't always want to be in that Mm -hmm. fight my own fight Mm -hmm. so that's just a little piece of awareness that um just because you get this this information doesn't mean you have to go and solve the whole entire world's problems i'm not saying that there aren't actions that you can take what i'm saying is it's not always a simple Mm -hmm. let's just fix it you know because sometimes a friend will call or somebody will call and your first my first instinct is let's fix it sometimes Mm -hmm. it's let's just yeah. listen this is the time right now it's let's just yeah. listen and then we will come to a solution together so that's my yeah. invitation it's really just just sit with it like mm-hmm. allow it you know just listen right now and thank you okay so you know what so we're gonna mm-hmm. for anyone listening well there will be lots of people listening um we're gonna pause and because we said it when we first ch- chatted that we could probably talk for t- hours and hours um so about five. <laughs> oh, five. Um, so we're going to take a pause and we're going to share this with people. Um, you know, they're welcome to share feedback. We can hear what people have to say or not or whatever that, however that unfolds from here. And then um, that may or may not guide our next conversation um, or we will resume our next conversation. Um, however we do like this one, um, like this one, just kind of it'll just roll. Right. So, um, I just want to say thank you so much. I really, uh, you know, for, for yesterday and for being willing to just like, yeah, I'll be on your podcast. Let's do that. (laughs) Awesome. And for continually inviting me to, you know, yeah, do the things that you've invited me to do and, and that we can now invite others to do. And, and so I want to thank you and thank you for sharing that story just now at the end. Um, that's really mm-hmm. um, a powerful thing to finish with and for for to reflect on, right? So, um, mm-hmm. so thank you. And um, well, thanks yeah. for having me, and thanks for just being open and 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 just open and present. And that's um, that's all I ask for right now. So thank you for having mm-hmm. me, and hopefully, you know, people get some value. But um, being honest and open and sharing generously is is what we need yeah. at this moment. Thank you. And to everyone listening, mm-hmm. you know, as I've been saying, like, stay awake, you know, stay awake and stay in love. And um, we'll tune into the next one together. So thank you again, Cheryl. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to visit releaseyourinnerwild.com to learn more ways to be your healthiest, most amazing self yet. And to order a copy of my book, Release Your Inner Wild, The Modern Day Women's Guide to Reconnecting with Your True Self, Honoring Your Health, Passion, and Power. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Release Your Inner Wild.